Standby. Hello, this is Penn Jillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the lackadaisical Librocubicularist podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I would potentially enjoy it. A ringing endorsement. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello. Welcome to the Librocube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Librocubicalist. Hello, my friends. It has been a very, very long while. Uh, The podcast is back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, very exciting for me, anyways, and hopefully for you, the listeners, all two of you. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? On that note, um, in the time that I sort of stopped doing the podcast and have come back, we are up to over uh, 30,000 listens. That's not listeners, that's listens. So, uh, 300 episodes, averaging uh, 100 listens an episode, would be what the math is there. So uh, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm hoping with this new format, it will make it a little more accessible to people who don't have um, time to listen to, th- say, three to five, 30 to 40 minute episodes a week. Because, Jesus Christ, I don't have time to record that. So finding time to record and edit for you to listen... It was just insane. Uh, the sort of bright side, I guess, of all of that that has come before this is it given me a little idea of what uh, what I can accomplish. Uh, got us to episode three hundred much quicker than I guess we would have otherwise. So so that's nice, a little silver liningy. Uh, it's just uh, with the move of houses, uh, I got a new house, new job, new car. Uh, all of those things at once meant that trying to do the podcast at the same time was just not feasible. Um, not even so much from a time standpoint, just from my podcast philosophy standpoint, which is, uh, as you know, if you've listened to many episodes, it's, uh, do a podcast for 50% to 99% of the reason being, uh, you want to do the podcast. You enjoy doing it. You have fun doing it. Uh, if it was 100% because you like doing it, why bother even record it? Just sit in a room and talk to yourself. That's a little insane, but aren't we all? <laughs> uh, if it's less than that, the, the sort of... I feel like it comes across that you're trying to do it to, I don't know, become a thing. Uh, make it so that you earn money, things of that nature. You can can have those as reasons that you want to do a podcast, but I I think if that is mostly the reason you're doing it, uh, it's going to come across, and not in a good way. It's going to come across poorly, I guess you would say. I think uh, what I should say is sort of how the podcast has changed on the possibility, I guess, that you haven't read the description of this episode. Uh, basically what I've done is taken the old format, which was Movie Monday, TV Tuesday, Book Wednesday, <laughs> Video Games Day, and <laughs> Internet Day, and uh, boiled that down so that I will, rather than spending one episode per one uh, theme, let's call it, uh, I'm going to talk about each of those in each episode, uh, up to aroundish five minutes at a time. 
I have uh, designed for myself a excuse me a timer to do so. So basically, I push play, and then every five minutes there'll be a timer indicating that the new theme is to be talked about. Now I do have the ability to pause this timer so that uh, if I feel like I need more than the five minutes, I can go over. But I'm going to try to avoid that because that's the whole thing. I want to boil this down, burl it down a little bit more than it was to its uh, nerdy goodnesses, its very essence of talking about my consumption of media and getting it out of my brain into the ether and into your ears, your ear holes. That is the plan. That is why we're here, I think. Without further ado... Do I better uh, hop in by pushing play on my device and hope that this works well and you hear it well and all that sort of stuff. Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe I'll mention that I think I'm getting sick, so if that's what my voice sounds a little different than it used to, that could be one of the reasons. The other reason being, of course, that I purchased for myself an actual factual microphone of the USB variety that I plug into my laptop. And uh, hopefully, potentially, uh, will make my voice sound better than it did in the older version of the podcast where I was recording on my iPhone while driving, which, as you can imagine, I don't think it sounds bad, but uh, I'm sure there's people out there who wouldn't listen to a podcast of that audio quality, um, and maybe this will change their mind. Hey, here you go, another little bonus of doing it this way. I don't know if I mentioned... Okay, uh, just just for this, this particular episode, I've just kind of written down some of the highlights. Uh, yeah, I will call them highlights of the last couple of months of uh, media that I have consumed. So uh, that's kind of what this episode is going to fo- focus on, just me catching up a little bit on some of my favorite things from the course of uh, the last months where I haven't let it spew out of my brain. So uh, I'm going to do that now by pushing this button and hoping it works. Okay, well, so it didn't. (laughs) Okay, let's try that again. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rough you some things. Okay, well, it appears that the... What is this? Oh, yeah. Movie monologue. Movie monologue, in which I will talk about movies. Hmm, as you do in a section titled Movie Monologue. I think probably best for me is uh, if I talk just about one movie in particular, which normally in the older format uh, I would have broken it down and will in the future break it down into all the movies I see between uh, recordings and give things ratings. Here I just want to talk about the best movie that I saw in the interim of me not talking about movies on a podcast. The movie in question is, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, fuck. See, (laughs) already kind of forgetting how I planned to do this. It's still fresh in my brain, so uh, i got to get this down a little better. Uh, Each section of the podcast will have its own sponsor, is my plan. 
if you recall, the top of every episode of the old format had a sponsor. Here, every single segment is going to have a sponsor because I'm really raking in that dough. Raking it in. Uh, today's sponsor for this movie monologue is Guardians of the Gal Triple X Porn Parody. So thank you to them who coincidentally are sponsoring this movie monologue in which I talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, which not only my favorite movie I saw in the interim of recordings, but uh, probably my favorite movie of the year, uh, maybe even my favorite movie of the last couple of years, I think is a safe assumption, putting it uh, in my top five, giving it a, a five out of five with six out of five moments for sure. Just oozing with love for this movie. Uh, very, very, very rarely do I have the desire after seeing a movie to watch it again, uh, even within the first year of seeing it. But this one, uh, I have a feeling I'm going to make the missus watch it with me and she has agreed to do so so maybe i will at that point talk about it a little bit again and tell you what the missus's rating is if it's not a five is that grounds for divorce we'll we'll just have to cross that bridge when we get to it i guess um i i think probably what is best of this movie at, at least for me and something that i always feel when you take something science fiction, fantasy, anything sort of out of the realm of normal everyday possibility, in order to make it at all believable, you have to introduce comedy. I don't know if you can hear that, ladies and gentlemen, but for the last like hour or so, uh, it feels like there's like earthquakes happening. So that's, uh, I don't know why I mentioned it, it's just maybe you can hear the shaking. So that's kind of strange. Anyways, uh, yeah, I believe you've got to sort of combine having unbelievable things with sort of down-to-earth, normal talk, down-to-earth, funny, funny jokes. Uh, <clears throat> it's the mixture of the two that makes it more believable, and this has it in spades. Very sort of uh, Joss Whedon-esque. I, I think he does it better than anyone. The, the ability to take unbelievable situations and then add tinges of normality and comedy to make them uh, more believable. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, I don't think there's anyone on this globe who would not appeal to. If, if you don't like superhero movies, I think you'd like it. Uh, if you like comedy, if you like action, it's got a little something for everyone. There's a very slight romantic little bit there, too. Not enough to scare someone like myself off, who usually kind of doesn't care for the often seemingly tacked-on romantic stuff. Didn't feel tacked-on in this, and it wasn't so overt and over-the-top ridiculous that it, it felt sort of natural in, in the whole sort of scheme of things. Uh, just an epic space quest. Ooh, uh, if you listen to many of the old... Uh, versions of the podcast, you will know that I bring this up quite often. I love a good quest. That sort of traveling from point A to point B with a with a goal in mind. This definitely, definitely has that. The way in which these the, this sort of group of people. I'm not going to go into too much details in case you haven't seen it. Oh, you know what? I didn't give a spoiler warning at the top of a show uh, of the show like I used to. Maybe I should go back to doing that because there most likely will be spoilers probably over the course of this podcast okay so that <laughs> noise 
indicates that I'm almost out of time. So we'll just leave it with saying Guardians of the Galaxy 5 out of 5. Television talk. Television talk, which, as you can imagine, is talk of television. Hmm. So it looks like the sponsor for this segment of television talk is Sons of Anarchy Ass More Chaps. Oh, so not assless chaps, ass more chaps. Well, you probably a better bang for your buck. Uh, I think probably. Sh- uh, just mention on that note that the missus and I just uh, last night started season six of Sons of Anarchy. Uh, again, if you listen to many of the old version of this podcast, you will know we always have sort of a show on the go. Uh, right now, it just happens to be Sons of Anarchy, which is probably one of her favorite shows. I like it. I think overall rating, I can't give it a five. And maybe some four moments, but... In my convoluted rating style, as I do, I'll give it a kind of a three and a half. It's 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 good, but it's it's by no means blowing my socks off. One sort of really bad thing about the show is chase scenes. Whoever does the chase scenes in the show, I, I don't know what's wrong with them. Uh, it's just the cheesiest music comes on. The Effects, if they can be called effects, of the of the chasing is just horrible. I wish they steered clear, pun intended, of uh, of any chase scenes because it's just ridiculously done. Uh, story good though, so you know overall three and a half. Uh, as you know, as well, perhaps I should probably stop saying that. I usually have a show on the go of my own. Uh, in this case, I'm on season eight. Actually, going to start that uh, probably tomorrow. Of Night Court. Mm. Uh, you know what? Now I have two shows on the go. Night Court and Fringe. Night Court, uh, if you're of a certain age, I guess probably close to my age, 34, uh, I think it would be probably right in your sweet spot of being on TV at a time where uh, comedies of the ridiculous nature were few and far between. Uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of Cheers. It's not as good as Cheers. Uh, on that note, why don't I give it a rating of, you know what, I'll go three and a half to four, depending on the episode. Uh, this suffers from something I'm going to call right this moment, MASH Syndrome, which uh, a show that is genuinely funny and then occasionally makes the attempt to be serious and then falls flat and it's just boring as shit. Boring as shit. And I've had some exciting shits, but most of them are boring. You know? Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Fringe. That, so far, um, on Season 3, Episode 16, the reason I can see that is on the TV to the right of me. It says Season 3, Episode 16, which is paused as I do this. Uh, Really, really digging this show. That four, maybe even some five out of five moments. Uh, probably talk more of Night Court and Fringe, maybe in a little more depth in TV Tuesday episodes to come. Uh, lastly, wanted to get in some Doctor Who talk, of course, with specific regards to Peter Capaldi, who, um, yeah, this is a hot-button issue for Doctor Who nerds, I'm sure, of which I would like to count myself one of them. 
Uh, I like them, yes, but uh, definitely my least favorite Doctor. So, <laughs> that's kind of a, a you got to dig into that statement. I love every Doctor that has ever happened, including Peter Capaldi. I've loved everything every actor has done with the character for the most part. Does the character, which is perhaps a combination of character and story? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, he's my least favorite just because, as I mentioned in our Guardians of the Galaxy talk moments ago, uh, something that I most find helps a... Oh. See, that was the timer to indicate we're out of time, but I paused it because I have more to say. That's just the kind of mad cap hijinks that can happen on this podcast. You never know what's going to happen. My voice might get really deep with this cold that I think I'm brewing. Yes, anyways, uh, Peter Capaldi uh, and humor. It's few and far between, especially when you compare it to the other doctors who sort of oozing with the, with the jokes be it blatant or accidental, whereas Peter Capaldi much, much more serious, which I find sort of... <laughs> it almost doesn't make sense. It almost feels like it takes me out of the action. It almost makes it feel like these crazy, floating-through-time-and-space stories are less believable because there's less of the odd comedy tidbit. So uh, that's, that's what I will say about him. I, I, I think potential... Uh, and this has been from the get-go with Peter Capaldi. He has a lot of potential to do amazing things with this character. And uh, last night, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday I watched the um, Christmas episode with Nick Frost as Santa Claus, which I friggin' love. Uh, one of my favorite Christ Christmas episodes of Doctor Who, so he did steal that pretty well. Uh, I think we saw some of Peter Capaldi's potential to be not the sort of dour... Uh, always mean, yeah, mean, methodical. We saw some peaking of, of Matt Smith and David Tennant into his character, which I, I hope we see more of. Uh, I think there's, I don't know if there's been actual talk or just some of those mumblings you hear, uh, the idea of the next Doctor being a woman, which I think if it was a woman who had like a you know what? If Sarah Silverman was the next Doctor Who, I would love that. I think that is the route that they could go. Super, super funny, and a woman, uh, and then just keep the dark parts. You, you do with the Doctor, I find, have to have the parts where it gets really, really sort of dark, and that gives him depth, but I think do it the opposite of Peter Capaldi, where it's dark all the time with some comedy. I, I like it the other way more. So on that note, I'm going to push play here, and we'll move on to the next segment. Conan, the librarian. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Book banter. Book banter. Today's book banter. You know what I like about this new format is uh, for book banter, for book banter, for books in the old format. I had to do book Wednesday, which was much trickier, uh, and I think I got all these to be a little more alliterative, which 
is nice, especially as we're talking about books. We're talking about books, which of course needs a sponsor for this segment, which is Perrin Goldeneyes' Trolloc, Trolloc Repellent. Let's try that again. Perrin Goldeneyes' Trolloc Repellent. Thank you to that. What I have been reading since I stopped the podcast, and maybe a little bit before, no, probably just about the same time, was, is, and continues to be the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan, and uh, I think I'm now into the Brandon Sanderson, where he sort of took over the writing. Uh, This is, I think it might be my favorite fantasy series. It's uh, gotten me through a lot of hard times. Uh, it's one of those series that sort of got me, turned me into a lover of reading, Uh, a lover of reading fantasy in particular is what this has done to me. Um, because I knew the, the moving and the new, well, I didn't know I was going to need a new job. (laughs) That's a whole podcast onto itself. Uh, because I I knew I was going to have, uh, not the greatest time. Uh, I, I should mention one of the reasons I knew that is because we sold our house and then had two and a half months where we were between houses because the house we now live in wasn't built yet, so we had to wait for that. Uh, During that time, I lived with my aunt and uncle, and my wife lived with her parents, so uh, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. Uh, It ended out, if anything, strengthening our relationship, so again, that's another friggin' podcast onto itself we could talk about. Uh... But the reason I'm saying all this is I decided I wanted to reread this series. I've read the series, I think, three, maybe four times now. Uh, this last reading that I am in the middle of, I'm very excited about, just for the reason that uh, uh, the final book has finally been written. It is... Oh, shit, I didn't write it down. I think it's 14-book series. It's either 13 or 14, and I'm getting near the end. Uh, I think I'm finally into books that I haven't read previously because what I was I always do is uh, I'd start from the beginning and then read until the last book. And then as the years progressed, they would write more books in the series and then I'd start from the beginning and reread them again. So the first book I've probably read four times and then as you get later in the series, I've read them less and less. And I think I'm about to move into ones I haven't read at all. So super, super excited of that. Uh, just epic, epic fantasy spanning uh, an entire globe. And not only entire globe, but hints of, of multiple dimensions and, uh, and multiple ages on this globe. Uh, stars, a stars, <laughs> it's a book. The, uh, the sort of main character is... The main three characters, let's say, are three young men from a small village who are sort of thrust into uh, shaping the very world around them. And uh, it's just incredible. I would recommend to any fantasy lovers whatsoever to uh, start with book one, and if you don't love it, don't bother. But it really, really sort of pulls you in. uh, Battles, magic, no dragons. Yeah. Although, Randall Thor, the main character, of the three main characters, let's say, uh, is known as the Dragon Reborn, so I guess they kind of slipped it in there a little bit. Most likely in uh, Book Bo Wednesdays to come, 
Uh, I'll be talking about books that I'm currently reading in the series. My sort of thought for Book Wednesdays as well is that just to make sure that I have content for every Book Wednesday or every pause. See that the the Jeopardy little theme there gives me a, a second to pause it in case I need to talk a little bit more, which I do here coincidentally. Uh, yes, just I was I was saying Book Book Wednesday. Oh, I gotta get out of that book banters in the future uh just because I don't one hundred percent of the time read one book in one week uh, I might end up bringing back just other things that I have read so reading uh, recourse we could call it as well ooh came up with that right that second that's uh impressing of myself mm-hmm. okay let's move it on here. Game Gavin, which as you can imagine, has to do with video games. I suppose I could talk about board games if I ever had a desire to do so, but uh, not at this juncture. Uh, Not at this juncture. Today's Game Gavin sponsor is... Huh, I don't really get the sponsor. Far Cry brand Telescopic Kleenex. Far Cry brand Telescopic Kleenex. Huh, well, uh, I'm at a loss for words, so why don't I just talk about some of the games that I've played during this, my hiatus of podcasting. Uh, probably the most time invested uh, will be a cross between two, maybe three, four games. Uh, Divine Divinity is one, Path of Exile is two, uh, those sort of in the same vein, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Uh, top-down RPG Diablo style. Uh, both of them very, very good. Um, I will say, almost embarrassingly so, uh, got too hard. <laughs> I, I've talked about this in lots of her video games day. Why don't I mention it in any game Gabin right now? That uh, I enjoy video games for the reason of escaping from reality, as I do with most of my media consumptions. Uh, however, when they reach a let's call it a frustration point where they're difficult to uh, the concentration levels being so high that I have to stop playing them uh, it it just kind of loses the fun for me Uh, maybe mention on that note just to give myself a little bit of an excuse that I am a bit of a a multitasker when it comes to video games and that 99% of the time as I am playing a video game I'll have a movie or a TV show on the go at the same time, and I'll be sort of uh, dividing my attention between both, whereas when they get to a certain difficulty level, that's just impossible to do, so I feel like (laughs) I've reached a point where I almost feel like I'm wasting my time if I'm not doing both at the same time, because life is short, you gotta fit in what you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, Overall, though, those games, very, very fun. Uh, if you could tweak the difficulty level, I probably would have given them both a 5 out of 5 uh, because I couldn't f- complete them without high levels of concentration and frustration. Uh, I'd probably put them down to a 3. Oh, uh, I didn't give my book bo- 
banter, Wheel of Time, 5 out of 5, obviously, if you didn't get that from what I said about it. Uh, okay, so the next two games in this game, Gabin, are uh, Terraria, which uh, I talked about a long time ago on a podcast far, far away. I revisited it. Uh, so much fun, that game. Um, I could, if I was smart and had the uh, the ability to easily do so, as a uh, post a link to where I talked of Terraria. It's just things haven't changed in the game. It's just I revisited and replayed it. Five out of five for that game. Highly recommend. Oh, it was on... You know what? I don't know who I could tell because I don't have enough nerdy friends. Uh, Why don't I tell you, my nerdy friends, listening to this? Uh, Terraria on Steam was uh, $2.50. I've played that game for over 100 hours for... Like, I bought it, and it was like $10, 12 $14, somewhere in that. And I've played 100 hours of it. So definitely get bang for your buck if you enjoy it. Uh, I'm also currently playing Far Cry 4, which I love. Uh, got my Platinum Trophy in Far Cry 3. And this is, uh, you could kind of say, for the most part, more of the same. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. There's some additions, which are fun. But it is... Pfft, for the most part, the same thing. Uh, I plan to, at least potentially, try to get my Platinum Trophy in this as well. However, I do have Dragon Age Inquisition sitting not yet open, waiting for me to finish this. So, if I have the willpower to do so, I will. If not, I won't. Hmm. So far, 5 out of 5 for Far Cry 4. Moving on... turtles as well thank you today's internet intercourse sponsor is tits okay this was sort of the hardest part to bring things back to talk about oh uh, you know what Uh, maybe not so much just because i i watch so much on so many podcasts i watch so much youtube that it's hard to sort of pick and choose Uh, Why don't I talk a little bit about the future of internet intercourse going forward. What will most likely happen, what I'm going to try to happen, what I've been doing regardless, is uh, every week I go on YouTube, uh, I open up everything that I plan to watch, and then add that to a playlist. Uh, That way, when I go on my TV, I can just hit play all, and it'll play all the things that I plan to watch anyways. So, uh, most likely in episodes, I will post a link to that playlist. So you can see sort of all the things that I watched on YouTube. I can't really do the same for podcasts. Uh, So things that happened during the course of the hiatus of me podcasting, which is an internet thing, mm -hmm, was one very, very sad thing, and that was the, (laughs) I was going to say death, Sure, why not? The death of uh, the Revision 3 channel on YouTube. Uh, I sort of, that channel, didn't really know much about, and then saw one day that uh, Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, Adam Sessler was on the channel. Uh, If you don't know Adam Sessler, you probably either A, don't play video games, or B, play video games and don't play them enough to want to know about 
I don't know, like sort of behind the scenes or ratings or things of that nature, video game coverage, let's say, because he's just sort of huge in that world, and I'm a huge fan of his. He's sort of off the radar now, uh, more behind the scenes than he was in front of the scenes. Anyways, uh, as I say with Revisions 3, I, I sort of came for the Adam Sessler, but then I stayed for everyone else because they just such a, such an amazing job of video game coverage in general. And they... Went out of business? Is that what we would say? Not huge on the details, of course. Um, but they they are norm no more, which was which was a very sad, sad thing for me. Um, in more recent internet intercourse, says uh, one thing I want you listening to this do, possibly for my <laughs> detriment, is to uh, subscribe to the podcast Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, for for many many reasons, two more recent reasons are that uh, uh, they recently posted their holiday episode, which was just friggin' hilarious. But uh, perhaps even better is they're posting a series of I do believe it's four uh, two-ish hour-long episodes um, of their sort of best of 2014, <laughs> which. Uh, the reason this is to my detriment is because you listen to the best of this podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, and then you'll never come back to this one because it's so much better. Damn it, why did I bring that up? Uh, just like crying laughing, listening to these guys practically consistently. I would say if I die in a car accident, because I listen to this driving to work now, uh, many podcasts, but this one included, uh, it will be because of the good people at Pop Comedy Bang Bang causing me to laugh so hard that I cry, and therefore, I'm getting to an accident. So, you know, fuck you guys. Uh, another somewhat new... I don't know if I ever brought this back uh, in the old podcast, is uh, Getting Dug With High, which is Doug Benson sitting around with usually comedians smoking some dubs and recording a podcast while doing so. Uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting idea. I used to watch every single one. I've sort of moved into the phase of only watching when it's uh, someone on the episode who I really care about, kind of like I do with Kevin Pollock's chat, chat show. But uh, I would definitely recommend checking that out because it's it's not something you would ever think of as being a, a form of entertainment, but it, it definitely is. So uh, I bring it up because I like that. I, I like people exploring different things on the internet in the form of entertainment to see if they work. This one seemingly does, as there's quite a number of episodes, quite a number of people watching them. And uh, overall, very, very interesting. Hmm. Looks like my timer's almost done. I thought there was something at the end of this. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. We'll be back again in about a week, is my plan. Done and done. And I mean done. Done and done. <laughs> I like Ron. Uh, also, it's nice to be nice to the nice. Let's uh, not forget. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean. But... You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email 
jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Nah, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper